Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Say Something Interesting, the follow-up podcast from East Lake Tri-Cities. We uh, took an unexpected two-week break uh, last week. <laughs> Slightly. So it's been two weeks since you've heard from us. Uh, unexpected in the, in the sense that we recorded something big, uh, huge, life-changing, emotional. There's tears. There was uh, mm-hmm. multiple salvations, altar calls, and then... Uh, the computer started doing funky stuff on us, and we lost everything. So if you've ever typed up a paper, lost everything, and then looked at yourself and gone, am I going to rewrite it and do it as good as a you know, second time as I did the first time? And the reality is you're just not. And we were in the same boat. So And we did a five-minute summary, and, then and that didn't make it either. We didn't make that one either. So... Uh, we are back, and uh, the uh, computer seems to be running effectively today. So, I uh, apologize for not having any comments about week one of On the Road. Um, it was uh, it was all right. It was okay. It was fun. It was good. It's a fun series. We're, we're super pumped about it. We just uh, completed part two of that, and uh, we'll be talking about that in just a little bit. But how's life, Mallory? It's great. We have um, had two weeks of sickness in the family. Last week on that podcast, I had a great uh coughing fit so i came prepared with uh cough drops today <laughs> she, um she at one point this and this is a good thing why we don't video this thing she right. at one point was like almost like looked like she was choking and like wanted to cry and <laughs> i'm like trying to hold the coffin because i know it's going 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 and i grabbed some candy on the way up and i was that trying to help, fill but, i was trying to fill as much as i could like but, uh, well you know here's what we could you know all this kind of stuff and yeah. uh anyways but we're finally on back. the mend yes good. it's been like two weeks of Cough, flu, maybe everything. Which is uh, which is tough because you got uh, a really little one there. So yeah, all and that thankfully stuff. he hasn't been sick with a toddler all up in his face all the time. So he is joining us this morning. He mm-hmm. is uh, making a little few squeaks little, and, few and noises, noises today. So he's so being rocked as we he's talk. Awesome. He's doing great. <laughs> Uh, good. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been one of those, uh, it's been a good week. We are, uh, leading up to Thanksgiving and, uh, we're staying local this year, which is exciting. You guys traveling or are you doing anything? We actually are traveling this year. We do like our fam, my family for Thanksgiving and then Alex's family for Christmas and then flip flop. Um, yeah. and no, none of the rest of the family does that because they all have weird, they're in medical career and all that. So Alex and I always switch off, but the rest of the family kind of always, um, is just here whenever. So his family's actually here, but we're heading off to Port Ludlow, which is um, kind of by Bainbridge Island, if you've ever been over there, if you've taken a ferry over from Seattle. So, so your, your parents then? Yeah, my parents. Does that mean you are uh, freed from any and all cooking responsibilities? Yeah, my mom is pretty. That's so awesome. I think I, Good for you. she asked me to bring pumpkin bars, which are really easy. Kylie to... is in planning mode right now. Oh, is she yep. cooking the She's Thanksgiving dinner? She's talking about a waterless brine for a turkey. Oh, wow. Are you guys um, going to cook it on the smoker? Uh, No. Okay. Well, well no, we, we're not. I don't know. She's got a plan for it. I don't know. It's uh, it's a long process. It is. I didn't realize you know, that it's like a, a multi-day prep thing mm-hmm. in terms of of taking it out and letting it thaw and do all I've that. I've never I mean, done I, it. I've done that. Yeah, you know, I've heard of that, I guess. But um, we are um, hosting some of the hockey players over at our house for oh, awesome. Thanksgiving. But um, it's really hard because you're never sure how many are going to come mm-hmm. um, because they're 17 and 18-year-old boys. And so trying to get a yes from them is like right. impossible. Have you but, guys done that before? Yeah, we did it. Uh, I've been a uh, chaplain for the team for um, – a few years. We we did it a few years ago and had a good turnout and it was great. And the kids, they love it because they're right now they're staying a lot of times in billet homes, uh, which are like uh, host homes. Yes. And the the food is is uh, qu- it's questionable at best. Oh really? Yeah. So uh, depending on what kind of home you get into, right? Right. And so for them, a good home cooked meal. 
Um, it is interesting though because um, they're all, most of them are Canadian, right? And their Canadian Thanksgiving is a different time frame than ours, and so we're like, come over for Thanksgiving, and they're like, well, I mean, not it's American not even a holiday, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we make it work. It's uh, but but it's hard to plan. Kylie keeps asking me how many are coming. I'm so like, is it just them and then you you guys and the kids? Yep. yep. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's a chance for the uh, kids to like do their little song and dance they love. Right, and it's not often that you can make a tradition of just your family. And not that it's bad to do extended family things, but it's kind of hard sometimes to have your own family traditions um, without. Yeah. Um, the extended family, yeah. so that's awesome. So we've got that on Tuesday night. We've got her family Wednesday night, my family Thursday. So three Thanksgiving meals. You know, oh. bottom line is uh, Friday's just gonna be nap day, right? And, and uh, football, and football, and uh, I'm gonna probably need to just, I'm probably just need to go to the gym and just mm-hmm. walk forever on, on that and and work some of that out. But yeah, that's goes? awesome. It's all good. We're excited. Uh, we love holiday time. We love the. Uh, I don't know, just the free nature of it and, and uh, family coming home and doing all that good stuff. So it's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, we uh, got anything else? Any, any life, other life updates before we move on? Nope. We're just. How's that David Brooks, book, Brooks it's book? Really, it's really Second good. Mountain. I'm about halfway through, and okay. um, it's a really great book. It's um, David Brooks's New York Times. Yeah, New York yeah. Times. New yeah. York Times um, writer, but then also his. Uh, wrote, Writes a bunch Rhodes of character conservative and... op-eds. He's yeah. Rhodes uh, character was one we did like a series here. I mm-hmm. didn't call it Rhodes character. I called it something else. But yes. um, a lot of the principles are from And then this it. one that he's writing now is called The Second Mountain. Um, and it has a lot of parallels to what we do with Where Love. So Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, definitely on like why you do what you do and how you're getting there and what um, who who you take advice from and why that's important, why why you care what other people think. And yeah, it, it's interesting. We were also reading another book in the staff and I was thinking about this day. I'm like, there's no way I can, I will say the full title on the podcast because <laughs> it's me and I'm even read talking about it, but it's called the subtle art of giving, giving um, what giving a, you know what? And it's interesting. It's not at all similar, but I do feel like they're trying to tackle the same thing of like why we do what we do and who we do it for. And you've got Mark Manson who's coming at you from a very brusque, very in your face. And David Brooks is like Like one of the most balanced, stoic writers uh, out there for sure. That's great. So I'm listening. I'm finished, still finishing that book, listening to that one on tape, Mark Manson's, and then reading David Brooks. And I'm like, I probably should have flip-flopped it and listened to David Brooks (laughs) and then read Mark Manson. Yeah. Yep. Good. Uh, I I just started Hillbilly Elegy. Oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, J.D. Vance. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm surprised you haven't read that already. I couldn't believe I hadn't either based on the reviews and everybody talking Mm -hmm. about this. And it came out in... 18 or you know the copyright is eight, 17 or 18 and so it's, mm-hmm. it's only a couple years old but um yeah i'm super I, I like i started it last night and i think i was up till way too late reading that like mm-hmm. two or three chapters in gives you a whole new picture of what you for me it gave me a whole new picture even living down there of what we, appalachian mountains mm-hmm. uh southwest like uh, western virginia kentucky all that preconceived kind of notions that we have of certain areas of the country yeah he's a guy who like quote unquote, made it out of there and mm-hmm. like made a name for himself and graduated Yale and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and yet he's trying to kind of open everybody's eyes to the reality of what, mm-hmm. the, of what, what, what's the term that he uses for it? It's like, it's like hillbilly, but not like, like white, but it's, I can't even think of the right, he's got a term for it. He's right. Used it a and he times. paints 
multiple pictures of it. He doesn't talk down on it, but he doesn't necessarily talk. Yeah, he says that in the introduction. Like, hey, if if you come across like if you read this and say he's got a lot of bad people in his life, then I've I've done a disservice to you and to these people. They're not bad people. We're all on this journey trying to figure Mm -hmm. out life. We just our crime rate, our our um disappointment with life rate, our dissatisfaction mm-hmm. thing, our suicide rates, our drug addiction rates are sky high. And perhaps here's a few reasons why. So yeah, great. Couple of good books. Bug if books. you're looking for <laughs> some, you know, it's, it's, it's almost black Friday time. Right. And, and uh, Amazon I, does great. Oh, uh, Amazon Friday. and mm-hmm. Barnes and Noble are like my two spots for black Friday. Mm-hmm. I, I literally hold off. I was telling Gary this the other day. I hold off on book buying at this time because I know Amazon's going to have at least one, like 50% off any one book. Yeah. And there's like and two or three books that I've Kindle. got my eye on that are like 30 bucks. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I just can't. That's like way too much. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Even for Amazon or it's whatever. It's so hard though because it so, takes so long to get them from the library that if someone tells me about a book, I'm like, uh, 10 holds or 25 <laughs> yeah. holds yeah. behind. Where like, the crawdads sing. Did, did, oh my, my gosh. Did Kylie tell you about that one? Yes. Okay. And then, <laughs> we, she, she was like 14 holds back, right? For the ebook for where the crawdads sing. I kept seeing it at Costco and she's like, no, no, we have it. I, I have it on hold. I'm It'll be free it. in the library. I'll get it. I'll get it. Uh, then like four months later, it comes through on her phone and she's scrolling through it and she goes to like get out of it one day and somehow returned the book by clicking one. It didn't like ask her to confirm. It was just like, great, you just returned your book. And then she went back on and she was back like 15 holds back oh, again. And she brutal. had only read like one chapter. So yeah. I ended up buying We have the great book libraries here, but people use them. So, which is good. Yes. Good for it's them. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay. Week two of On the Road. Yes. It's our series on uh, really on, on St. Augustine and kind of his teachings and his thoughts and his. Uh, insights into the human psyche. Uh, even though he wrote 1600 years ago, the stuff that he's writing about feels very human, uh, even human nature for even today. Um, and I do, I, I want to make uh, a quick comment about uh, some of the, I've been, we've been adding some quotations on the mirrors as people walk down the halls with some, some of the quotes from that I talk about on Sundays, but also just some that hopefully get you in the mood for what you're about to hear, that kind of thing, like a setup. I feel like worship's a setup for what you're about to hear. Now the ramp's kind of a setup so that you're not like blindsided. Like, I wonder what we're talking about today. There's a good chance you're going to know a little bit of the direction on that. Some of the quotes in there are from a translation of Augustine that is not probably familiar for everybody. So I did want to comment about that because somebody emailed me after the first week and go, hey, that that sounds, it sounds really good. I love it, but it doesn't sound like the Augustine that I remember reading growing mm. up. And I was, and uh, it's because, um, so uh, there's like an Oxford, you know, uh, translation of his thing that's like pretty famous and pretty, you know, you can buy that on Amazon for like six bucks of, of confessions. And, and most of the things kind of base themselves on this. Uh, a lot of the quotes this for this series are coming from a translation by a woman named Sarah Rudin. It came out in 2017, and it's just basically it's confessions by Saint Augustine, but like translated by her. Would it be similar to saying a different version of the Bible, like an NIV? It'd be like the Message version of the Bible, gotcha. uh, and you're reading it. Although, um, uh, like a little bit more, like the Message was pretty uh, like free, liberal in, in terms of its translation. In mm-hmm. terms of they took a paragraph by paragraph approach. This is a little bit differently, but like in modern term so like in this translation augustine 
based on looking at his own sexual promiscuity as as a youth, called himself a slut, basically. And like, there's no way that he would have said that in the fourth century, right? But he said words that would have connotated that in that century, though we don't, we're not in that world, so we wouldn't know the. She's not trying to be um, like derogatory or uh, not derogatory. She's not trying to be uh, just aggressive, over aggressive at this, like just making something that's not there. Understand. She's helping you understand the language that's a part of it. Gotcha. So um, if you right. are on Amazon for Black Friday and you do have a chance to pick that up, uh, you definitely should. Sarah Rudin, uh, her translation of Confessions. For the rest of the series, that's the that's the kind of quotations that we'll be pulling from um, to make that thing work. So uh, anyways, uh, his insights into kind of who he, who he is and, and – uh, uh, the Confessions is, is basically his, uh, not autobiography necessarily, but his his walk through his journey, uh, his reflections through his spiritual journey, written down with 100% transparency that we get to speak over the shoulder at and see and see how he kind of processed his uh, spirituality and perhaps us as well. Um, and he is like no holds back. He's, uh, it, it, he's brilliant and has all of... I mean, the claim that I said at the beginning of the series, he has all of the things that you wanted. So fame, intellect, money, influence, uh, power, uh, all, all of this, he's got it, and and he still realizes, I'm still chasing, I'm still chasing. And what is it that I'm chasing when I do all of these things? And so each week we're going to look at what is it that I'm chasing when I'm chasing after belonging? What is it when I'm chasing after sex? What is it when I'm chasing after? Uh, and this week was uh, this idea of liberation or being free, because there's this desire for everybody to, oh, I forget, you weren't even there. Did you listen to it online? Yeah. Oh, good I you. listened to it. Okay. I got to watch you first, and then I re-listened to it. Did you on, watch it on Nest? Yeah, or I watched it on um, I, uh, Dropbox. Oh, oh yeah, And yeah, then okay. listened to it on the got podcast. It, okay. So twice. Got um, to just listening to Brent all Because you're nodding your head like you're, you're following along with me, and I was oh, like, yeah. oh, good. Okay. Yeah, okay. I definitely listened. All right, so what, what do I want when I want to be free? Um, and I thought that was a great place to start, because I feel like mm-hmm. that's a real... Um, we don't even question that as a culture. We we just assume I like the the right of every American is the freedom to pursue happiness at whatever cost for ourselves. We're all in this happiness pursuit and and uh you know, don't tell me I can't blah blah blah. Well and every every <laughs> like bring our stage of life issue, is about but... freedom. Like you use the example of driving a car. So then then you get to college and you're free yeah, that's and you're more on your free, own. Right. And then Then I get a credit card and you, I'm I'm free up to a thousand dollars, right? And then, but <laughs> every think stage free. of life, okay. So then, you get married. So then you have the, you know, that's not necessarily a good example no, go on. because it's go not, on. not necessarily freedom. But I was thinking of more the transition <laughs> to kids. You have kids. You want kids. Yeah, so you yeah, have yeah. kids, and then you're like, oh my gosh, I can't wait till they can go to preschool. No, I can't wait till they can buckle themselves in the car right. by themselves I can't or wait. change themselves. Of, and then they do Dude. that, and they go off to kindergarten, and you're like. Okay, maybe I Clive right now has poops that smell <laughs> like the absolute worst. Not a good time to be like, oh, my two-year-old's potty trained. You're, is she really? Yeah. What? That's what we did all of paternity leave when Alex was home. Kinsley. Potty, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I, I, They're downstairs hanging out together. I hope she begins to rough <laughs> on, rub off on him because that's absolutely true. I hear her put together full sentences and now she's potty trained. And I think Clive's older, right? Mm-mm. Kinsley was born in August. He just had his birthday. Oh, okay. Right? All right. Yeah, yeah. he did. November, though. That's not like that far away. <laughs> He's got a long way to go here, kid. Oh, my gosh. His, I mean, there, so you were, 
you're probably smelling those things going, this is, it's time. It's yes. time for you to figure this thing out. Cause yeah. you obviously, and he knows now, right? He like freaking like hides in the corner. And oh, like, it's brutal. Ugh. You're watching him, you're going, I know what you're doing. He's just smiling. And she's like, I'm cooking you up something real nice over <laughs> all you, here. All you non-parents, stay with us. Stay with us. Stay with us. <laughs> uh, what was the point of that? Sorry. Oh, there was freedom. A line. Of freedom. Just like oh, every yes. stage of life, there's as like something you're looking. As soon as I don't have to buy diapers, looking, that's freedom. As soon as this. As right. soon as, you know. Yeah. Or even with a job, like, oh, it, you know, once I get this promotion, some sort of freedom from having to do remedial right. tasks or whatnot. Like, there's always some sort of like... What's next? How can I get free from this and not? Um, it, but then you look back and like, oh, I wish, I wish I did have that still. Uh, I wish I didn't have to. I didn't want this freedom, and that's the point right. that Augustine gets to is like, I fought so hard for this freedom, and then I keep choosing my own self destruction in this. I wish I didn't. I wish I couldn't choose, and and I I don't know that I did a good enough job um, in first, and, and I really almost like blazed over it in second too, service wise, but. Um, of, of what he's trying to communicate mm-hmm. here, which is essentially you've given me the gift of choice, of which I'm thankful and, and grateful and free will, but I am an idiot and choose my own self-destruction, so why not just make this choice for me? And I know you won't because that's not how you work, uh, but he's like, I'm hopeful for the day of of which in, in the next life, right? Oper- heaven or new heaven, new earth. I don't want to get into kind of that kind of discussion on this podcast, but at some point then, uh, like in, in the next thing, there's no, there is no sin and there's no, mm-hmm. oper- in Revelation talks about there's no sin anymore. There's no, ch- there's no choice to be able to sin. You've, there's, there's, uh, it's, it's made for you essentially. And he's like, I'm craving that day. I want that day. I want, Somebody to just make my decisions for you. And I know that feels like, oh, but you're losing a lack of agency. And he goes, yeah, but if your own self is like destructive in that, isn't this a, a better a, a better way of going? So it, it's it's a, uh, an interesting view. I think I don't think that somebody gets there in a day. I don't think somebody hears that and goes, yeah, I think that sounds good for me too. I think you go, you question it. You're, you're right to be like, I don't know if I want the freedom to choose taken away from me. Mm-hmm. And he would say, then keep going down that road and keep, keep seeing how um, – you know how uh, selfish it is in this, and he and he does a fantastic job because it's hard to use the word you know sin. Sin has so many connotations, modern day stuff, and, and Megan brushed up against that in between services. And um, if you if you read the confessions, he'll talk about how um, him and his friends go and at night they go to this pear tree and they pull off the, the, all of these pears and they don't own the tree. They didn't you know water the tree. They didn't man, uh, uh, manicure the tree or, or take care of the tree. They just took the fruit and in the morning they just threw it away. And he's mm. like, I, we just did it just to do something. That's just like the sin in, in us. We didn't do it because we were hungry. Uh, we just did it to be turds, basically. And I know I did it because of, so then that's bad. And then he's like, I know I wouldn't have done that by myself. So I valued doing something in community. Like I, I wanted to be a part of this friend thing. I I was willing to, um, I was willing to stoop below my character of what I know is right because I want to be included in some sort of community and I'll make dumb, stupid decisions against my integrity because of, of this facade that I'm trying to keep and create. And you read that and you're going, dude, that's, I mean, it's not pairs anymore, but it is like business ethic decisions. It's uh, relationship issues. It's all kinds of stuff of, I just, I value the appearance of this or I value inclusion in this community more than I do who I am and what my mama taught me to be and all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. It's just like, oh, that's, that's it. I love it. It's good. So. And, and potentially the community of God or community of church is it, you can fear that like it's fearful. 
in the other community, maybe the group of friends or whatnot, um, is more comfortable and easier to um, just be a part of and not have to think through it as much where like the community of church and the community of God is, is a step into a different direction. And so uh, I, a while ago you did a series on boundary or maybe it was, maybe it wasn't serious, but you talked on boundaries and this is what it kind of reminded me of like that you always, that you kind of make fun of someone that has boundaries like, Oh yeah, you can't do that. You can't go out late at night. It's guardrail or, series. Yeah. yeah. Oh, guardrails. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But then if they slip because they don't have boundaries, then we're really quick to then they're um, in the be critical. And, and you look at them and you'd be like, how, how in the world could you make that kind of decision? Right. You know, we cheer people on to the edge and then when they fall over, we, we point our fingers at them in shame and mm-hmm. be like, how could you, how dare you, how dare you do that to your family? And you're yes. like, you are the one saying like live recklessly in this way, but just like keep it together a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Uh, anything else? We have about a four minute left for this because we are both of us are teaching yes. a base camp uh, Tuesday morning option, and uh, so we apologize for the uh, lack of one la- last week and a sh- very very short one this week. But anything else uh, before we transition to our something interesting for you? I love the Lady Bird reference. The Did agency. you watch the movie? No, I haven't. Oh really? Oh. Um, but I remember the trailer and all that, so it made me want to yes. look back to it. So I thought it was a good movie. Reference. I thought the scene in the uh, the, the yes. throwing herself out of the car was the one that was like, oh, we have all been there. Oh, I was such a brat growing up. And would be like, I'm going to get out of the car. I'm just going to open the door. That yeah. reminded me of me. I had to call my mom and tell her. Uh, <laughs> so my Say Something Interesting oh. is a, another movie in that oh. same vein. So I'm thinking of sort of like the indie feel, not major blockbuster, mm-hmm. but like you watch it and there's like cool cultural stuff about it and just a fun watch. All right. So this isn't going to change your life, but it is a very entertaining watch. Have you seen Peanut Butter Falcon yet? No, I have wanted to so it is bad so though. Good. I like Shia LaBeouf a lot. Oh, me too. So He's so dying. freaking good. No, I... Honestly, we've been like, when can we go to? I really wanted to see it in the theater. It's like it's cool. It's like scenery, like geographically, it's filmed uh, on the East Coast and like North Carolina. Some of the um, uh, like Bayou ish Mm -hmm. type swamp, you know. So like the the visuals, fantastic. Shia LaBeouf's fantastic. Uh, The 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 kid that he travels with is great. Um, I mean, it's not like. You know, oh, I need to buy that and show it to my kids and do that. But it is a really entertaining flick. Kylie and I watched it the other night. There's a few lines that stick with you afterwards, which is always fun Mm because it just feels it just it's a good reminder. I need to watch it. I've been meaning to. It is uh, out on uh, DVD and and we rented it on iTunes is how we watched it. It's not on Netflix or HBO or anything yet. So you got to still pay for it at this point. But anyways. Well, mine isn't a movie. Mine, um, I thought of it as I drove here because I didn't have time to stop because pre-kids, you can like stop for, you have 20 minutes. Oh, cool. You can stop for grocery store, coffee, all these things. But with children, you're like, nope, don't have time. Um, Starbucks has a, it's called the medicine ball. It's a secret drink. Um, And if you are like cold or um, if you have a cold or like have a sore throat, um, you can just order it. It's called the medicine ball and it's um, two types of their tea and hot lemonade and it's delicious and it like soothes your throat and it's a great little secret. Look at Starbucks together. getting into mm-hmm. the whole uh, secret menu secret thing. Secret menu, yes. Uh, years it's ago, my so well for In-N-Out. Because In-N-Out's food, it's not even that good. But no. the fact that you can order something it's uh, secret. animal style yes. and do that and you're like, yeah. And yeah. it's like so funny because everybody knows it's not even a secret menu anymore. And this drink I, is not like mind-blowing. Like you could make it at home. It's literally yeah. lemonade in their teas. But yeah. like there's something about still getting a Starbucks and 
feeling like, but it's a delicious drink if you are sick and need a, and it has caffeine in it, but tea has caffeine. So if you can't do coffee. Okay. That's my there you go. interesting fact. And, and the tea doesn't have any caffeine, you said? No, the tea does. Oh, okay. So okay. if you need a little boost, Got but you're it. like but you sick and coffee. you can't yep. do coffee. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Say Something Interesting. We have to get downstairs in one minute. Yes. So appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll be back next week uh, with a little recap of part three of On the Road. And if you are in town and available, we would love to have you out on a Sunday morning Definitely. at 930 or 11 at the Uptown Theater over here in Richland. Have a great week, everybody. Talk to you later. Bye.